This is Latour Live with Dave Latour on News Radio WHB 580. Good afternoon. Welcome back, everybody, to another exciting episode of Latour Live. With me, as always, my co host, Frank Schofield. Frank, how are you? Hey, now. <laughs> I just hate when you do that. Michael Parks, how are you? Well, here's the deal. If you say, if you stop saying the fiance thing, I'll stop going, hey now. I didn't say it. You absolutely did. I absolutely, I said my co-host, Frank Schofield. I purposely did not say on-air fiance. I don't care. Hey now. (laughs) Michael, how are you, man? It's a stellar day to do radio. It's a great day to do. You got a vacation coming up. Yeah, yeah, in a couple weeks. Yeah, you're going to be out of here. Yeah, I'm going to uh, miss you. A couple episodes. A whole R- couple episodes. Yeah, RJ and I are taking WHP 5D listeners to the national parks out west. Really? Two weeks, week and a half. A trip like that never interested me. I don't, don't know why. Know. I just, I'd just i rather like go to... Well, when you're all my age, you know, you appreciate those things. That's fair. What, I, what were you going to say? People. Yeah, I just like exploring new countries and stuff. I don't like want to be a bus like that interests with me. people. Hey, we're all going here to this... Coffee shop. <laughs> Doesn't sound fun. Coffee shop. <laughs> There's 30 people. We just got a bus. Well, you're, you're, you're busting uh, RJ Harris Absolutely. and WHP 580 and Triple A. I'm not. Hit that bell. Yes, I am. I'm not. I'm just simply saying that that's not a trip for me. Now, if it was like a Russian river, a Russian, a European river yeah. cruise or something yeah. like that, and I know you guys have done that in the past, right. that would. That would really interest me. Trip to Africa? He's going on to Africa for a safari. Would that you want to do that? That doesn't interest me. That doesn't interest me either. No. I'm interested I mean, I in seeing I keep hearing America. that I have to go to Africa. I've been told by multiple people that have gone on safaris and everything, you're crazy if you don't go to Africa. But just it's sort of like not on my bucket list. Hey, listen, everybody. Welcome welcome to uh, Latour Live. I just want to say right at the start, uh, today's the set. We tape on Wednesdays. We're on WHB 580 at 2 o'clock every Saturday. Uh, today's the 74th anniversary of uh, the invasion of D-Day on D-Day, and I just want to recognize our veterans and those who we've lost and who made the ultimate sacrifice and say thank you very much for uh, protecting our country and being the heroes that you are. Amen. With that said, um, I think it's important to address once again that the men's room stinks like crazy, and I have and I have feel like one of you guys is blowing up the bathroom just to mess with me before we go on air. Mm. So you think we have a bodily function that Parks and I are? I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Are, are angry enough at you that we go in and go? I, you know something? Let's just mess this up for Dave. I think somebody, whoever that is, around yeah, one o'clock. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm telling you right now, needs to eat one less burrito. Just <laughs> one I'm less tell burrito. You right now, it's someone on that side of the building yeah. that has nothing to do with. Well, how the hell do they get access because to the they men's have, room? Because that's public access for them. Can't, don't they have one on that there's, side? There's Can't we stop no, this? No. No. I mean, I go in there and I almost choke. Like, I want to take a sledgehammer to a wall just to it's, find an opening. Is someone from that corner office, from that charity over there, or is the financial people? Can we call them here? out by name? Can we call their company? I would up? not if, you, if I were you, but it's your show. You can. I mean, I don't even know who they are. I, I I'm sure you could go look. He has a famous name. He has the, a famous name. When you, when you leave here today, look at the name on there. And remember this. Do you, you want file that. like we do? You do. You want to. You want to start some trouble. I just don't know who they are, and the and the bathroom always stinks. I and I, I actually want to gag. It has to be. It can't be one of us. It can be Newman. 
No, there's upstairs. His office is no, upstairs. Right, yeah. It's not one of us. There's, there's no nobody way. down here. We it's know just, each other. It's horrific. No it's me and Art are the only ones down here. You saw me. You think for the Art's last blowing hour. it up? No, Art was here with us the How last dare hour. You say Art that. was. You're right. Art was here with it's us. It's not one well, of us. It can't us. be Art. So it's not one of us. But we didn't see Frank until about twelve fifty. Yeah, he did disappear. And for then like I 10 went minutes. to. Then I used the men's room at about twelve fifty-seven because he said three minutes to go. He scuffled in here. He had papers. Yo, you yeah. could have been reading something. He had he had tucked under his arm. I'm a one drop shot man. <laughs> I I am five seconds in out. I've never held a publication or any reading material in my life. Wow. In that position. Well, anyway, I think we should try and investigate this somehow. You so want to? Wednesdays at one o'clock, I can use the bathroom without having you... to go in with a quote unquote gas mask. Let's see how much of a man you are. How about you go take a photo of who that is and tweet it out. This afternoon a on Wednesday. Who what is? Just the logos of the different companies that are in this building. Has All right, be, that's and, fine. And say it has to be one of these. Let's I don't see what know you got. if it's one of them or not. It no, could be anybody. It's that's gotta not be. Fair. falsely accused. Yeah, it's not fair. But you're going to call them out. No, he's not. It's not I, one I, of don't, us. I don't even know their names. You were, you, you're the one that I just called. Them. I just called for an investigation. You bring up the other <sighs> companies in this building. This is that's a crime. I mean, you, you you don't listen very well, Frank, and you and your recall your recall in your thirty five years of radio is falling off. I think just a little bit. Hey, by the way, I just want to congratulate my son Gus. We're going to move on to other topics. Uh, frequent co host on this show for graduating high school guys. He did it. He graduated high school. He's on his way to the University of Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. The graduation party was uh, kind of crazy, crazy in a in a not fun way. Cool. Crazy in a. You're always working like a graduation party for the parents is not a party. No. You don't get to eat. You barely get to drink. It's work. You're serving all the time. I served all I the time. I was at three graduation parties this weekend. And we got to enjoy them, didn't we, Frank? We got to enjoy the parties. We did. We had a great time. <laughs> we had a fantastic time. <laughs> you guys time get to hang out. I blew, I blew off uh, the Latour one for the Skillman. Uh, Skillman oh. grad, grad tour party. And listen, honestly, you weren't invited. We have t-shirts and everything. Just be honest. Neither of you were invited. Don't act like you blew off a party. (laughs) And by the way, why were we not invited? Especially when he was someone that was part of the show. he would have loved to have seen us. Why were we not invited? We were part of the success of your show. I I, I honestly honestly don't know the answer to that question. I think you make a very valid point. I probably (laughs) should have invited you, but I didn't. We'd have came in toting a bag of money. We would not have talked. We would not have talked. I would have said, hey, guys, great to see you. Thanks for coming. Drop the check. Enjoy yourselves. And yeah. that would have been the last you saw every, me because I was running food around, drinks around. Every graduation party I was at, the first thing I said was, there's going to be an Irish exit. Say hello to me now. Yep. I'll be disappearing real quick. Guess, who, guess who I did invite? Bruce Bond. Ken Rapp. <laughs> no, Bruce Bond. Ken Rapp, your buddy Ken Rapp, your drinking buddy Ken Rapp. <laughs> Ken Rapp was there. Isn't he your downtown drinking buddy, Ken Rapp? I haven't seen Ken in a while. Yeah, he, he was there. Good for him. Yeah, he had a good time. A couple of rats in a cellar. So we had a great time. We had a catered. We had barbecue catered. It was. Of course you did. It was unfriggin'. (laughs) Why would I cook? I don't think you Why ever cook. Anybody cook. You yeah. use Uber Eats for all your meals at night. What are you, what we are you used um, we uh, we ordered out for uh, uh, Cork and Fork the other night. By the way, official restaurant of Latour Live. Uh, now our advertisers, right? Yeah, absolutely. We did uh, what the heck is that app called? It's not Uber Eats. We did. Um, I just want to give it a shout out. It was so damn good. Oh, I own this place. I can't no, <laughs> no, and I do not own Cork and Fort. I am an investor. 
That is well, it. that's part owner. It's called Grubhub. Oh, yeah. It's called Grubhub. Grubhub yeah. has far more selections than Uber Eats. I was a big is the, fan. Is the area bigger? Much bigger. I think so, you could. I think you could get some. I know you. You're. You live in Hummelstown, so you're not getting any. Uh, any Uber Eats, but I think you can get Grubhub. I think you. Ought to, I think you ought to look okay. into it. I think you ought to look into it. Hey, real quick. Yeah, Dave. Miss America. Did you hear the news? <laughs> You make me laugh whenever I look at you. <laughs> what, do you what do you want, Dave? That's what my wife said. What do you want? Miss America. Yes. They have, they're getting rid of the bathing suit competition. Yeah. How, how do you feel about that? And the nightgown competition. That's why I watched it growing up as a kid. Right. As a pubescent emerging into my teen years, I would watch that to watch the bathing. I admit it. And you had the bikini stage when Frank and I were yeah. growing up. There was yep. one piece. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Now, let me just say this. I haven't watched one of those pageants for years, so I could care less, but it always seemed like that was one of the seminal moments of... <laughs> to, say, <laughs> to say the least. Well, if it wasn't the Victoria's Secret catalog that we would get as a youngster, and then you'd watch those. But Frank, you would agree, it was a seminal moment in the, uh, in the competition. I don't know what seminal means. <laughs> I'm sure it sounds like it fits. Hey, what I need to look this Parksy, up. Hold on you, a second, Parksy. What do you think? Is that is that is yes. that the, it's an end of an era? Right. It's the end of an era. Miss America swimsuit competition. You're looking up some. So it's not going to be all about the looks anymore. Yeah. What? What? I didn't. I didn't turn your mic off. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. You believe leaned against it? I probably yeah. did. How's that? Uh, strongly influencing. Oh, wait. This is a great toy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Again, that's a rerun because I use it against you. I use it against you. What? We can't hear you. What? We can't hear you. What'd you say? I, I truly believe that you were a, definitely a Bruce Bond listener of the late <laughs> afternoon show. <laughs> I did. You I were grew up watching. I think that was a seminal moment I, in uh, your growing up. I was. Part, and Mr. Parks and I have discussed this. I listened to the Bruce Bond show growing up. Absolutely. I was yeah, in high school. I, I was I was very young. I'm a lot younger than you guys. I did I did what the hell else were you gonna listen to on the radio in Central PA? And I was I was driving around a lot. I worked like three different jobs around that age. So I was in the car a lot. So yeah, I did listen to it. But again, I, I've never I've always been a talk radio guy. Always. So and it was a local yeah. one and I thought that was I thought that was interesting. It was a great show. Did, did Bruce used to beat it, you up? It wasn't a great show. It was a. Oh, okay. It was a. It was a. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. I could have done better. It was a. It, it was a. It was a good show. I think only held back by its host. That's all. It was three normal guys and one crazy guy. I think. I think you could have taken a great height. Taken that show to great heights, and, Frank. If Bruce would have listened to you more. Well, thank you. It was. I, that's it, a fact. It was a radio reality show. Yeah, it, it was. really was, and yeah. it was. Re it, no, it was really good, and I thought it was appointment listening. You know, every single day, I thought you guys did some really weird crap. If he could have like, just held his act together, man. yeah. If he could have, if he didn't get We'd all be gross, satellite radio gone. Ain't yeah. that ain't that always the case, though? Yeah, he ruined it. I mean, oh, he, no, he blew up like a fireball. You man. had a great show. If anybody listening to our show did not hear the Bruce Bond late afternoon show, it ran in Harrisburg when in the late eighties through 80s. mid nineties. Yeah, he just there. started in the eighties, went like through, three to and seven. then he went to New Orleans, and then he came back. Like three to the seven. height was probably ninety. Four ninety three to two thousand one. You guys would do destination shows. You would go to Vegas. You would New York, Cleveland. Yeah, I mean, you did great. I just thought Florida. great radio, and it could have been fantastic. But you know, he saw he imploded. I mean, it just comes. His right down downfall to that. was he never thought he had a boss. Everybody's got a boss. Tell Howard Stern he was fired three or four times. I mean, yeah, but he would 
Bruce was different. It's a sad, you know, I haven't talked to him in a while. And it's just a sad situation. You think you need to talk to him? You think you need to bridge no, that? No, I'm okay not talking to him. You think we should have him on the show? Sure. Just to talk to you? If oh, you have him on no. the show, I'd talk to him, but I don't have want to it talk out. to him. Just to have it out together? No, no, don't. No, it's okay. No, we don't go there. Thanks for playing. There's a lot of scar. There's a lot of scar tissue there. You there's it. a lot. Of- yeah, you just can't bring that back. It just doesn't work. I've met Bruce a number of times, and personally, I like him. I just think he self-destructed on the show. I mean, it is what it is. We're telling the truth. Hey guys, first segments in the book. Uh, thanks for joining us today on Latour Live. Uh, coming up in a little bit, we're going to have Brian Krause, Chief Security Officer, Vulnerable Solutions Group, and he's going to talk to us about how to make schools safer. Talk to you guys in a bit. Latour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com. Now back to Latour Live with Dave and Frank on News Radio WHP 580. And welcome back, real quick, guys. I want to bring in our featured horse racing handicapper, Todd Mosteller of the PAHBPA. Todd, how are we? I'm doing well, Dave. Good, buddy. Hey, listen, we got two races in, and we have a horse on the precipice of history. Justify, perhaps poised to win the Triple Crown, although starting off uh, on the rail, uh, it seemed to be a, somewhat of a setback for the horse. Uh, give us a lowdown. In about two minutes, give us a lowdown on this race and what do you think is going to happen? Well, as you said, Dave, he drew the rail. So uh, they have one tactic. they got to go. You're not going to see Mike Smith take this horse back. He's going to go to the front. And uh, there's not a whole lot of speed in the race. Now, the race is a mile and a half, but without... A lot of speed in the race. It's going to be interesting to see whether he can uh, complete the triple crown. What do you think? Um, I'm mixed, to be honest with you, Dave. I think uh, I think the race sets up good for him. There's not much speed in here. If he's alone on the lead and he goes at three quarters and one thirteen, the slower he can go earlier, the better. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be anybody here that's going to push him. But on the other hand, it is an extremely difficult task for a horse to stay in top uh, top shape and form. Uh, from February through the uh, first week of June, uh, if he wins it, he's uh, he's already a spect- he's a really nice horse. Uh, if he wins it, he definitely deserves to be placed amongst some of the all-time best horses because he's done something that nobody would ever do uh, from a standpoint of not starting as a two-year-old and then win six straight races right through to Belmont, it would be a pretty incredible task. Todd, do you think Justify can afford to start in the middle of the pack? You talked about holding holding Justify back. Let's say they hold Justify back a little bit, and it's sort of, you know, he's sort of in like second, third, fourth, somewhere in there. Is that a good spot to be to conserve, or does he have to be a horse that's out in the lead from the beginning and then just holding on at the end? I mean, he doesn't need the lead, but when you break from the one hole, the last thing Mike Smith's going to do is let this horse get caught behind horses. Yeah, He's going to make sure that this horse, I would be shocked if this horse isn't in front after a quarter mile. I'd be shocked. We're talking with Todd Mostel at PAHBPA and a uh, horse owner himself. Uh, uh, he represents uh, uh, horsemen uh, in uh, at Penn National and Presque Isle Downs in Erie. Todd? Can you give us a dark horse in this race? Is there a dark horse? Well, as a gambler, you're either going to watch this race 
and root for justified, or if you're going to bet, you can't possibly bet justified because he's going to be bet uh, heavily. Doesn't make any sense. Um, I bet a horse by the name of Noble Indy in the Derby just because he was 59 to 1. I really liked his Louisiana Derby. He's bred to somewhat get the distance. If I was going to take a shot, and I'm taking a shot on Noble Indy, the nine horse trained by Todd Pledger. Hey, Todd, thanks for coming on for a couple minutes. We really appreciate okay. it. And uh, we'll see if Justify pulls it off, my friend. All right, guys. Have thanks, later. buddy. Have see you later. Yeah, bye. That was uh, Todd Mosseller, P-A-H-B-P-A. What do we think, Frank? Triple crown winner? No. You just don't Well, think. actually, I do think it's going to hit. I think it's. I think they're going to do it. It's not going to be like Smarty Jones in 2004. It's a long race, though. But I think this is a race that the industry can fix, put it out front, and it gives them a boost over the top because no one's paying attention. No one's fixing it. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you're right, Dave. If they they don't, would have fixed you're it, right. they, they would have fixed Smarty <laughs> Jones, for God's they sake. They don't fix horse races. Did Smarty, Jones, yeah. win, did Smarty Jones win the Triple Crown? No, he lost on the, he lost on the well, leg. That's my point. So if it were fixed, why wouldn't they pick Smarty Jones? What I'm saying, you, you don't listen. You're like a child sometimes. Justify's going to be on the fix. WWE next too. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Horse just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna fix the Belmont, Frank. That makes a lot of friggin' sense. The industry could sure, certainly use a triple crown. They winner. had a triple crown winner two, two years, years ago. ago. Okay, that's just a moronic thing to say. All right. Hey, look, we're talking about fixing the Belmont. I mean, really, are you one of those guys? Do you wear the tinfoil cap while you watch a horse race? (laughs) It's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard. All right, Dave. All right, Dave. Don't you think you owe the horse racing industry an apology? No. 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 For suggesting, no. for suggesting, am I accredited? Am I accredited for, for suggesting that the triple crown race is fixed because the sport really needs a triple crown winner when they great. had a triple crown winner two years ago? It'd be great. It, they could use it. What am I missing here, Parksy? You're missing that you're elongating this boring bit longer than it needs to be. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, just because you say something stupid, all of a sudden it's a boring bit. <laughs> you say something stupid, and it's a boring bit. I mean, you should be called out for that. That was just ridiculous. Hey, so there was an article that came out today in the Metro. These are these are the things that are considered cool in 2018. Hmm. I want to go through this list here. These are the things that are considered cool. Horse racing. Do you consider, <laughs> yes, do you consider these cool, Frank? Reusable coffee cups. They are cool. No. I don't either. You had, that's not a reusable. Oh, reusable. Reusable. You mean, a, you mean like a mug, like a travel mug? Like you, a, you're like talking a, about a toss away. Yeah, like an igloo. Like this a, thing here. Yes. Yeah, that's not reusable. No. Something, yeah, you, you'd have it, you'd put it in your car. I hate how many coffee mugs I have in my cup right. bin. I hate them. Okay, so listen to the rest of this list. Going to the gym is cool. Uh, yeah, it is. Do you I go to the so. cool? Do you what? go to the gym? I just thought you asked me. <laughs> Having a balanced diet is cool in 2018. I would think so. I think being healthy, there is an element of coolness to being healthy and working out and eating right. By the way, this is a poll of 2,000 adults. Hmm. Um, working from home is cool. I can raise my hand. I work from home a lot. I love working from home, and that is cool. I don't think so. Getting out and having a routine is much cooler. I think people that work at home are losers. <laughs> <laughs> Record players are cool. I have one. Record cool. players. Yeah, man. In fact, the, the shows that I go to, uh, if they have vinyl, 
on sale of someone that I like, I'll buy the vinyl piece. Hmm. Fitness trackers are cool. The uh, things you wear I, around your. I thought you, about one. I kind of want one. Like a Fitbit. Yeah. Do you, you want, want a Fitbit? No. No. They're not cool. Are you still doing your little fitness thing down in downtown? Like I work out. All. I've worked out today. It was an awesome so that's workout. A yes. Yeah. Next step performance. Yeah. My friend Ivan. Ivan Black. Ivan Black. Ivan Black. The, the official, husband of the lobbyist on, on the, the Harrisburg Hill. Yes. The official workout gym of Latour Live. Ivan Black and Next Step Performance. Is Call. that the list? No, it's not the rest of the list. Well, what else? Uh, let's see. Craft uh, Ale. Craft Ale is cool. I don't like ale. I hate beer. Hosting. I don't a, hate beer. I just don't. Hosting a dinner party. That is cool. We love to host dinner parties. We've never been invited. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Instagram. You know, we can end this relationship anytime you want. Wah. <laughs> and I'm okay with Wah. this. <laughs> Instagram is cool. Do you like Instagram? No, it's, it's, it's over. Love Instagram. I don't think it's over. Gin is cool. Do you think gin is cool? For some, sure. But do you think it's cool? Why is this on me? What's well, well, you're just you're your So what are you what are you into? You're like the bourbon rum. What's your choice it, it of? It depends. Uh, I don't know. Tattoos, according Ugh. to this, are cool. I think they're horrific. Yeah, I think they're horrific too. I thought if you're really fit and love your body and I love yourself, the, then, then it's then it's. I think it has value. I but actually, I think if you don't take care of your body, then why get it? Why I get some ink? I actually like it when some women have tattoos. The, the tattoos oh, yeah. that I don't like yeah. are the guys who have like the barbed wire around their bicep and their biceps no, all flabby. That's like, so dude, old. like, dude, yeah. really, that's like, what I'm saying. If you don't take care, can't be flabby. If you don't take care of your body, then yes, right. I agree. Beards, beards are cool. No. I think beards are sort of skull man. So yeah, he's got a beard. He trimmed it. But you've always had a beard. He trimmed it up. Right? You've yeah, had a beard for a long. Up. You sort of. You came before the whole beard craze right now. Like you get the guys now that have the full, the full bushy beards. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, the whole Zach you, Brown band. Yeah, look. but you had that beard for a long time, though. In all fairness to well, you, I, I've always had something because I have nothing on top. Gotcha. Baking is cool. Baking. Baking as in is cool. pastries and cakes and cookies. Yes, I don't get that. I don't That's get that cool. either. No. Avocados are cool. No. I like the avocado. Avocado's I like a good avocado on breakfast. Yeah. Oh, salad? An avocado on breakfast? I've never heard of an avocado on breakfast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, avocado toast. Grubhub. Right? He goes on to Grubhub. He goes, do, you have your, do you have your breakfast delivered to your house? <laughs> to, uh, go to, <laughs> From Cafe go Fresco? To, go to Cornerstone Coffee House in Camp Hill and have to the avocado him. toast. He Ooh. would do that. I can see him getting Absolutely. getting a muffin and a coffee delivered to the Latour house. <laughs> Here's what get else they say work. is cool. Android phones, they say are cool. I've always had an iPhone. I, I'm happy yeah, with my I iPhone. I'm, happy. I'm looking forward to the new mm. update, the I, iOS 12. Oh, it's just so <laughs> when they do updates. Why? Oh, it makes the phone better. Why would you hate it? Look at this. The 80s are cool. The what? 80s were never not cool. I was a DJ in the 80s, buddy. I had the I coolest job in the 80s. ever Where? in the 80s. Where? At Wink. Yeah? Why was that cool? Because of the music you got to play? Yeah, and I got to pick my own music for what I wanted to play when I wanted to play. They don't let together. you do that anymore, right? Yeah, DJs no. can never pick music. Some computer figures it out. Yeah. Some software. Back then, I knew Wang Chung was going to go right next to AHA, and I was going to play them back-to-back right next to Kaja Gugu. <laughs> I loved AHA. I loved Aha. Uh-huh. Take that on like, me. That was like that was the song. Nineteen eighty four. That was the song that when I heard it when we used to break songs, I listened to that the first time. Remember, Bruce played it to me. I said, "That's a hit." That was my song. Take on me. Yep, great song. 
friggin' The video great, was great. It was a drawing. Song. It was a drawing. Yeah, that was. it was all animation, and right? All of a sudden the guy Black went, and white animation, the and then he stepped through it. into the drawing, and then she came back out. I like that. Oh, here's here's one last thing about being cool. Being able to cook from scratch, make something from scratch. You could do that, right? You do that. You're, you cook. I, I got to follow a recipe. But you can do it. I can do it. Yes. I could do it. I'm a good omelet from scratch. I could Is that not it. the same thing? Yeah. yeah you, can, you can jazz up anything. From Uber Eats. One minute. From Uber Eats. <laughs> one more. Any more left on there for? One more. I'll give you one more. There are so many of them. Cycling. Cycling is cool in 2018. I don't really get that. I'd I like, never liked those little cycling outfits. I think they're uncomfortable. I'd like to get back into hiking, and I'd like to get into the rails they on trails. They don't say hiking. The rails they on trails say cycling. Hey, let me tell you something. Oh, you the, would bike it. You would I'll bike, bike the, rail. the rails on trails, yeah. You're talking to the manliest man of man. Who? Frank Schofield? Remember? He, he passed. Uh, I did win. He win. He was, yeah, the, he was that, the manliest man of all men. I, I talked to a number of people who thought that was BS that said I was more manly. It made no sense. It made no sense. What was the question? So what people did you what ask? What was the question this that he made in the manly man? I, I didn't ask anybody. You I just said ask. you talked to people. No, they came up to me and, and said. what they say? People came out off the streets, literally off the streets, said, we heard that test and it made no friggin' sense mm. whatsoever. I'm just saying. Okay. I mean, you, you, you love sports. You didn't watch sports, but it said you're a sports lover. I mean, that did not make sense. Remember the results came out? Look, I don't, I don't, look, I don't, let's it, just stop. It, it kills you. No, it doesn't. You want, if you it want went, fair If it went square. the other way, though, you'd been, you well, been if all, it, like, if it would have said I was more man, it, if it would have said I was. Tottenham song. Love Tottenham. Whatever. Glory, glory, Tottenham. And I Osper. wish you would quit that because now I don't even want to watch Pro football. We're not quitting it. You. We're not quitting it. Hey, we're going to be right back with Brian Krause. Hey, look, school security and safety is a big issue nationally. Brian Krause and Vulnerable Solutions Group, they want to talk to us about what schools can do, what steps they can take to make our children safe. I think it's an important topic that we're going to discuss right here on Latour Live, WHP 580, WHP580.com. Latour Live with Dave Latour on News Radio WHP 580. And welcome back to Latour Live. I just got a tongue lashing there, Mark, so just so you know. I just got a take the headphones off tongue lashing. We're going to keep right it off. before we start We're the keeping that off just the say, air, though. Just we're letting gonna, you know. We're going to keep that disagreement off the air. Fair enough? Yeah, it's your yeah, show. Yeah, sure. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, listen, I want to bring in uh, Brian Krause. <laughs> yes, it's fair. Yeah, let's let's move on to Brian Krause, Chief Security Officer of Vulnerable Solutions Group. Now, look, we're all talking about uh, school violence, shooting in schools. Uh, it bothers me that my daughter in first grade has to do um, uh, stranger danger drills uh, in her school where they actually practice if there's a, a threat in their school. And uh, we thought it'd be great to have Brian on to talk about this issue. Brian, how are you? I'm very good. How about yourself? Good. Hey, thanks for joining us, Brian. Brian, let me just start off with the most basic question. How vulnerable are our schools? Well, um, it's, it's kind of hard to, um, to uh, evaluate all the schools uh, altogether. I've, sure, sure. I, but you can sort of say you, you're a former, you're a retired state trooper, um, you know, you've got a career in law enforcement. As you look over and you deal with all the different schools that, that you're working with, you know, 
how vulnerable, I mean, there's a lot of work that can be done, correct? Yes, it certainly is. Um, uh, I've done uh, risk and vulnerability assessments all across the state uh, in every kind of uh, district, you know, from urban to, to rural to suburban. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that I've found, and, um, and I uh, stress to administrators uh, all over the place, is there's no um, real baseline for security for schools. So Good there's, point. There's, you know, no um, legislation or anything that may be coming, but there's nothing in place right now um, that says, you know, here are 20 things that every school should have across the state sure. as far as, uh, as uh, keeping our, our students safe. What do you think, how could, how, take your average school district, how can they start tomorrow? It's a good time to talk about it. School's over now for most school districts. I know my daughter's last day was yesterday. My son's last week. He graduated from high school. So now schools are starting to focus, you know, after a short break here, they're going to start focusing on the fall school year. What are some basic things they could be thinking about doing right now to make their schools more safe? Well, uh the the um, you know least expensive uh, corrections and improvements are the are the easiest ones to make of course um, you know uh, anything from, uh, anything from signage to policies to uh, cutting shrubbery to all, all those kind of things that really don't shrubbery a whole lot of yeah shrubbery. a whole lot of money T- tell um, me about that why shrubbery well uh, you know large you know in, in Pennsylvania there's uh, we have plenty of schools that were built in the fifties and sixties. So, sure. um, uh, you know, they're, they weren't built for, um, to prevent active shooters or, or school violence and those kind of things. And, um, one of the things that we do in an assessment is, is look at, um, uh, shrubs and trees and those kind of things around the school. And, and, you know, are they overgrown? Are they neglected? Do they provide, uh, you know, hiding spots for, for assault? Sure. Uh, trees that are they close to the building that they you know provide access to the roof those kind of things um, and that's you know that's uh, the maintenance department in a school district um, can can take care of those things so that's you know that costs the school very little policies though I think if I had to pinpoint one thing uh, certain certain policies at schools um, are, are the things that uh, I think really need to be stressed do you do, you do education do you, I mean do you promote that education for the students and the teachers in case uh, a shooting does take place or is that we do yeah Yeah. Um, talk about uh, that a little bit yeah we um, so my company actually we we have a uh, an an online platform uh, that that uh, we can um, you know introduce to schools and and the teachers and, and staff members throughout the school would have access on their phones desktop or whatever and what we do is tailor to a particular school. So if the school um, follows the run-hide-fight um, protocols as far as an active shooter goes, um, we will go into a school, take pictures um, throughout the school, throughout the campus, some drone video, those kind of things, and um, we'll include that all in the run-hide-fight um, training course for the teachers. So, because every school school is different, um, you know, uh, so, even from school to school in the district. So, when you so. say run, hide, fight, can you mention or talk about some other different methods other than that? Um, yeah, another popular one is a commercial uh, uh, training that a lot of schools are are using is called Alice, um, and that's an acronym uh, for Alert, Lockdown, Inform. Um, 
Yeah, uh, the other, whatever. It's it's the same. Uh, it's sure. The same, uh, Alice does seem fight. harder to remember than than the first run hide fight. Than run hide yeah. fight. I mean, it's the same concept. Sure. It's just it's it's uh, but it's been further developed. Really, is what it is. So. Do you think are schools more in light of what just happened in Florida? Uh, and obviously, we we can talk about school shootings all across the country, but obviously we just had a, a bad one down in Florida and uh, one in Texas that was uh, uh, somewhat foiled. Do you think schools now get it? Are they starting to really think like it could happen here? Because quite frankly, even before this school year started, I remember, I I recall thinking, well, it's never going to happen in Campo, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I, um, going back there a second, it's alert, lockdown, inform, counter, and evacuate. Remember what it was. I could never remember oh. that. I don't. I don't blame you for forgetting C. <laughs> I could never remember that. Um, but the uh, uh, yeah, I think schools are starting to get it a lot more. Um, you know, and that's one thing um, that we try and do when we go in and do an assessment at a school or uh, particularly a whole district is we'll um, interview teachers and we'll interview parents, uh, administrators, custodians, um, secretaries, those kind of things all throughout the district and to try and get a kind of feel of, of uh, the security culture there. You know, what do they prop open doors? Do they, um, you know, are the, is everybody trained in the different emergency protocols that they should be? You know, do they skip certain people, secretaries, whatever? And, um, or create uh, a designated email for a school to email us directly um, for like uh, parents and community members and teachers, uh, so they feel comfortable sharing their concerns uh, uh, with with us, and it bypasses the school district. But I think, yeah, to answer your question overall, I believe uh, schools really are starting to get it a lot more, um, and that's a result of of um, incidents like Parkland and, and the one in Texas and. And those kind of things. Parkland's kind of different because it's uh, the uh, students there have really kept it in the forefront. Uh, you know, as far as we sure community. have. So um, that's that kind of it's a it's kind of a game changer. The uh, Parkland. We have a minute left. We're talking with Brian Krause, Chief Security Officer of Vulnerable Solutions Group. Brian, in a, in in the last minute that we have here, how can folks look up? your uh, company and look at some of the products you have to, you know, really focus on school safety? Yeah, we, um, I, our website is uh, vsgcompany.com. It's uh, V is in Victor, Sierra, golf company, all one word.com. And uh, we have the different services we offer. And I try to keep uh, put things, uh, newsworthy items uh, on there that, as they relate to security and school security and those kind of things. Uh, if you want to, contact me directly. It's Brian with an I, brian.kraus at vsgcompany.com. And, so we can be reached. And how many, how many districts have you been speaking to across? I mean, we got 500 school districts in Pennsylvania. Um, how many have you been working with or at least talking with? Well, I've personally, between uh, when I was with the risk and vulnerability assessment team with the state police and now privately, I've uh, conducted uh, approximately a little over 120 um schools so or districts so 120 so. down a lot more to go uh, well there's a lot more to go yeah there's a lot of districts so. hey brian i really appreciate your time thanks for joining us and uh, we hope to have you again ha- have you back in the future to see how far school districts are progressing right thanks for having me i appreciate it you bet that was brian kraus chief security officer of vulnerable vulnerability solutions group and again frank it just kind of it's a scary thing to think about but yeah i got a daughter in the first grade and they they practice hiding yeah, I mean, my daughter's it just in breaks middle your school. heart. You know, you know when it hits you, 
is when you go into school to pick up your daughter from class. Or and how somewhere. hard it is to get in. And then you hit that door to open it. And it's like, oh, it's locked. Yeah. And then you have to key someone to get in. And then you're like, and then you realize why it's so secure. That's when it really affected back me. Back when we went Not to school. Not affected me, it hit me. Yeah, it was back when we went to school, everybody was like in and out, in and out. I mean, they, you didn't know what a locked door was in a school back then. I didn't know if we had them. <laughs> I mean, I, I, went to, I went to East Junior. I don't think we had them. Did you go to East Junior? What high it school did you chaos. go to? Did you go to East High? Chaos on the dance floor, man. It was mm. crazy. Did you go to CD East? Uh, East Junior. Laura Paxton closed, and I went to the first year of East Junior. Where'd you go to high school? Central Dolphin. Oh, you're a Ram. I'm a Ram. Got you. Are you from around here, Parks? I don't even know. No, I grew up in uh, outside of Pittsburgh. Oh, really? Yeah. Where? Union Town. Oh, my God. You made it out? Yeah. It's very rare. No, it was a, it was a great... Made it out of... That's hillbilly heaven, ain't it? You made it. It's Fayette County, right? Yeah. I didn't know you were allowed to leave. They let you out. It's <laughs> moonshine. Wow. It's not... Well, How the yeah, heck did you end up here? Yeah, Jeez. Yeah. You, boy, you really... You made it. You made it, man. Yeah. Congratulations. You're yeah. hanging with the intellectuals now. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, you're welcome. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> glad you're here, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, want to thank Brian Krause for having him on. We're gonna we got our cleanup segment coming up next on Latour Live. We're gonna talk about all the issues that you care about and probably some that you don't. So we'll be right back here on Latour Live, WHP five eighty, WHP five eighty dot com. On News Radio WHP 580. We couldn't get the words there. The words Man, aren't included yeah, on full, it. Like full song. Didn't wanna, yeah. I mean, that would have been great. Could have picked Aha Love too. That. Take yeah, on me. Aha would have been That awesome. would have been a great say. A good producer would have. That would have been great. Oh, he just insulted you. Did you hear that? That's all right. You heard it. A good producer? I think you're a great producer. Thank you, David. Parksy. You're very, very welcome. Hey, uh, while we were off the air, I just want to point out that I. I complimented frank on his neckwear his neck jewelry that's one of the biggest chains i've ever seen dude it's a small little chain that is not a small chain is it mba parks, it's not parks. like an mba i've player. got a bigger one parks i i swear to god eminem wore something i like think that. there's a clock attached to it yeah i mean look at that thing <laughs> who's the guy that had the clock with the, with the half that nose? was flavor flav he didn't have a nose right flavor flav did he not he have a, a nose he had a nose what do you mean he didn't have a nose? Yeah, there was, there was the another hump, guy that didn't have a nose. Did you, the 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 were dance. you the guy? Oh, I don't remember that Yeah, that guy, guy didn't have a nose. Yeah, do you remember, did, were you the guy that wore like the big chain <laughs> outside of the sweater? Like you had the turtleneck on and no, you'd have your chain outside so everybody could see it. People still do that. They are the biggest lumps, the guys that do was that. Was that on the, uh, that's still cool list? That. Do you want people to see your chain, Frank? Is it like part of you or like, um, yeah, or like, up top. I used to have a chain. I wore a chain, a neck, a, a neck chain, but I wore it in high school and I liked it. Uh, I don't wear one anymore, uh, but I always had it on underneath and it was just good enough for me to know that I had it. I on. always have a necklace on. Always. Always. Really? But you don't have any no pendant. Way. It's just, it's just a <laughs> chain. No, this one, I took the pendant off. So Why did you tell it, what, what kind just, of pendant was it? Just some John Hardy piece. Oh, so it's a, yeah, a yeah, hardy yeah. piece from mounts. I mean, I don't get my stuff off Amazon like you do. I know. I mean, I have. Fair. I don't have any jewelry. Look, I, that's it. That's I all mean, I have: a watch and, just, and a wedding ring. That's it. Okay. So I don't get anything off. To each Amazon. his own. To each his own. I'm just wondering. Do why you accessorize at all? Most guys don't wear necklaces anymore. I just wanted to know, counselor. Do you accessorize at all? Uh, I don't have to accessorize. 
<laughs> yes or no? Yeah, no, because I don't have to. Okay. I think. It, so I you think don't have I, any bracelets? I think a nice timepiece. I think a Do nice. You always wear the same watch. Classic. No. Do you change classic watches? timepiece. So always, classic time always changes. It depends on the color. So of the no necklaces, I'm no bracelets. I'm going to do no, a show with definitely Frank no bracelets. Oh, Absolutely dude, zero I'm, bracelets. I'm a bracelet whore. Yeah, Why? I am. Why? That's his thing. Is like that your original wedding ring? No, that's a second one. Is that a black onyx wedding ring? No, that's a. That's what a, hold that up here. That's a hearty piece too. Let me see that. You I really? Just, I I got it on sale for Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, let me see. Back that. off here, bud. You just got this ring. Yeah. And so now, now it counts as your wedding ring. Well, it's not that's, my wedding ring, but it's the ring that I wear it, to represent that I'm married yeah. to my lovely wife Vanessa Schofield. That's, yeah, that's he's pretty cool. I think that's a pretty cool ring. It's got some blue going in there. Some nice like piece, blue of it's a piece of art. Piece of art. I think that's, that's a hearty piece too, Frank. Yeah, I think it makes a statement. Is that a hearty piece? Very nice. Doubles as a, a napkin holder. <laughs> Size. It is pretty big. It is. It is. A, it is a piece. Hey, do you see? Uh, do you see uh, the Bill Clinton stuff on TV with the Monica Lewinsky? Hey, I'm a little fascinated by all that. Uh, there's uh, Dave. There is so much noise out there and so much going it's on. So insane. I can't even take it all in. I agree. And listen, here's what I like about it. I like that. <laughs> What this could you whole, possibly like about all of this? Well, I like that after 20 years, he got called out personally about Monica Lewinsky and asked about it. And I think regardless of that, I don't care if it's a Republican or a Democrat, you know, I just, they get soft shoot in these interviews when they do bad things. And this guy was never really asked this question about Monica. You know, did you personally apologize? He's never spoken to her. He's hmm. never spoken. So I thought it was interesting he got Bill Clinton off his talking points. I Who mean, is this? this? Uh, a reporter from NBC. I don't oh. know his name off the top of my head, but I got to give this guy all the credit in the world. He's the first reporter in history to get Bill Clinton off talking points. I mean, so so just just listen it's to too this. Too bad listen. Lester Holt didn't do that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Lester Holt's not that talented. Listen to this interview. I didn't apologize to her. I have not talked to her. Do you I, feel I, like I you owe it, her an apology? No, I do I mean, that's where he first time he messed. I've not talked to her, and he's like, "Do you feel your own apology?" He says, "No." I, I, I do not. Listen I never to talked to her, but I did say publicly on more than one occasion that I was sorry. Now, in that's all fair. fairness to Bill Clinton, he did. He did apologize publicly. He apologized from the White House. He apologized on television at a press conference in front of the world to miss Le- quote unquote miss Lewinsky and her family he did apologize publicly but never apologized that's personally. very different the apology was public and you don't think a private apology owed? I think this thing has been it's 20 years ago come on Let's talk about JFK. Let's talk about, you know, LBJ. That's, that's, he's doing a book tour. Bill Clinton's doing a book tour because he wrote some weird book with the author, fiction author, James Patterson. Yeah. And that's Patterson. That guy stepped in. stepped in. Yeah, he totally Take stepped in. Shots. Like, Let's talk about JFK. Let's talk about LBJ. And, and you know, I don't I, know how you feel, but, but I think that's fair. He gave a fair answer. He can deal with that any way he pleases. Yeah. Well, listen, I think he can, but I think it's safe to say that you should apologize. I mean, the, she was an intern for God's sakes, an intern in the White House, and I think it's safe to say he took advantage of her. And for him to not be more forthcoming and more sincere and say, you know, it was all about him. Like I've suffered with this, and I've suffered with that, and I've had to live with this. And I, the the Onion had a great tweet about it yesterday, 
and there's a picture of Clinton, and it goes, Bill Clinton still waiting for personal apology from Monica Lewinsky for using power as intern to exploit him sexually. <laughs> I just thought it was one of the greatest tweets ever. But for Bill Clinton, it's always about woe is me, woe is me, and he should have been more apologetic. And I think that that's a big problem a lot of these men in power have is it's I, all of a sudden they're the victim. That's a problem that I have. Those crazy times. Those, the, I remember yeah. when that was all going on and everything was being debated about. it. That really broke people apart. The Republicans and the Dems. That split everything up. Imagine if that would have happened now. Oh. It happens every day. Yes. No, but I mean, it happens every, if it happened to the president now, yes. if, if, Bill Clinton, if that happened to Bill Clinton as president now, yes. or if Donald Trump was in the Oval Office and had a sexual relationship with an intern, yes. he, would have to, he would have to resign. Yes. He would not survive. Bill Clinton would not survive today as president. I think it's just a fact, especially with the Me Too movement going on. Right. Hey, by the way, who was mayor of uh, New York City when he was president of the United States? It was Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani. And guess who also is in the news, Frank? Rudy. Boy, Rudy he's... is the biggest dumbass in the history <laughs> of 2018. I mean, nobody breaks in jail better. I, I learned this term uh, when I was working with a client one time who couldn't get out of trouble. And one of their legal counsel members said, you know, we're really good at breaking into jail. Well, you know, the Trump administration gets King Jong-un, Kim Jong-un of North Korea back to the negotiation table. You know, he walked away. Uh, Trump sent a letter to him. Uh, he came back. They've rescheduled it. Giuliani is in Israel speaking at a conference and says North Korean leader Kim Jong-un got, quote, on his hands and knees and begged, end quote, for rescheduling the meeting with President Donald Trump. Hmm. I mean, so this is as precarious of a, of a, of a, of a negotiation as you will ever see in world politics, especially I would say within the last 100 years, this guy's insane. And yes, I'm talking about Un and not Trump. And here you have Giuliani, who's not empowered to talk about North Korea out there, basically saying that he got on his hands that, that Un got on his hands and knees and begged for this summit to get rescheduled. I, I, these guys can't get out of their own way. It's kind of like when we have to negotiate with Frank to sit in with us for one hour during Latour Live. It's tough. You know, it's same I have, thing. I have people. But I think you look better than Kim Jong-un. But, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, so horrible. what's your take on him? I think he's a psychotic piece of you-know-what who murders his, and starves his own people. I want to see what was in that letter. Did that The contents of that letter... First of all, did Trump, did Trump ever read it? No, uh, Donald Trump pulled a classic Donald Trump. He was outside. Uh, he's getting ready to take a, uh, the Marine One helicopter. And he said, uh, it's a very nice letter. And then about three minutes later, when he was talking to a reporter, said, I haven't read it yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's just our guy. <laughs> hey, another issue that uh, that took place. He's your uh, guy. He's uh, your guy. No, he's not. Another issue that took place <laughs> this week was uh, Trump canceling the White House visit at Philadelphia Eagles. Because uh, only that? ten of them were showing up, and and then he, he made, and then he made it, it, and then he made it about the national anthem, and and look, facts are facts. Not a single eagle took a knee during the national anthem this year. I'm not an Eagles fan, but I'm going to certainly stand he here and defend do them. It doesn't matter. But People, you know what this, you know what this means more than anything, because I'm tired of talking about the NFL and the national anthem. Yeah. That aside, I'm tired about that issue. Let's just have sports teams stop visiting the White House. It was always such a hokey event. Like I could care less. And I've heard more about teams 
not wanting to visit the White House because Trump's in in in, in the Oval Office. Let's just just do away with this yeah. stuff once and for all. Yeah, all I'm tired of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm fed up with it. Enough uh, is enough. Only one Eagle player was confirmed for the White House. Visit. I bet that was Carson one. Wentz. And, uh, I bet that was Carson and Wentz. Swoop, whoever the Eagles mascot Swoop, the is. Eagle mascot. Yeah, he was going to wear his. And some front office guy. So to avoid embarrassment, <laughs> he just blew it up and canceled it. Uh, that's what I would do. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I would cancel it. I do that all the time, and I'm wrong. Let's just blow it up. Deflect. <laughs> let's, just blow this, let's just blow this up. Hey, by the way, are you going to, Frank, are you going to yes, buy Frank. for $159.99, payable in four installments of $39.99, no. an official figurine statue of uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry of Wales? Oh, yeah. Their official marriage figurines. I'm happy for them as a couple. I think she's really, I don't care for her. Yeah. Um, what do you mean you don't care for her? Like, you just look at, you, you know how you just know people? You know how you can size people up? You got you think, radar? You think she's a... Uh, gold digger. You, you think she's a gold digger? <laughs> well, that's the, that's the deepest <laughs> mine in the world, isn't it? Is that what you're <laughs> saying? She is. And she hit, she's a pretty good gold digger. Is that what you're saying, though? She's a gold digger? No. No, just character, person. I mean, you, you can just size think people there's up. An, you just think there's an issue there. Personality. Would you hang out with her? Could you see having a drink with her hanging out? No. Like, exactly. I got you. You, we you are have actually, radar. You have radar. This is actually Wrap in a magazine. Up. This thing is in a magazine, and we're going to post it to Latour Live on our Twitter Frank's going to get in and hang it well, from his chain. Why don't you chain. buy one and give it away to a lucky listener? No way. Chain. No way. Hey, look, in our last minute, real quick, what you watching on TV, Frank? Uh, I tried to watch Wonder Wheel, the Woody Allen movie. Couldn't get through that. I liked it a lot, but then it just couldn't get through it. Westworld still blows, and I'm finishing up Billions right now. Looking for something else. I'm hearing a lot about this 13 Reasons. Never heard of it. It's about this kid that commits suicide. About suicide. Yeah, I won't watch that. Right, I won't watch it either. But but there's a lot of buzz about that. I've I've been in two meetings this week where people have talked. Here's about what I'm watching. Go ahead, tell me. I'm gonna be shocked. Westworld. Oh, After Westworld. I told great. you I wouldn't watch Westworld. It's only season. You one, said though. you gave up season two. I love season two. I think it's better than season one. Mm. I love season two. I love how creative it is. What? I love the directions they're going. Bring it home. Well, hold on. No, no. You don't. Park, stop. I love Westworld season two. I like it better How than season one. How deep are you one. in? How deep are you in? I'm about five episodes in. I really like it. I like it a lot. I really like uh, the, the Riddle of the Sphinx episode. The I think everybody should watch the, the Riddle of the Sphinx episode. Yeah, way to take it down a notch. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody. We had a great Does... time today. I want to uh, stop it. I want to thank Brian Krause. I also want to thank uh, our friend Todd. Uh, Todd Mosteller of uh, the PAHBPA. And as always, I want to thank you, Frank, my on-air fiance, Michael Parks, our producer, and all of our wonderful listeners. Please, please, please listen to us on Saturdays. Check out our podcast page or subscribe on iTunes. Latour Live, WHP 580. We'll see you next week.